You're listening to Not So Risky Business Podcast, where we make legal easy for you by unlocking access to essential legal information, training, and strategy for online businesses, coaches, and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Miriam Tsadurian. Welcome. Hello, hello. So I've decided to do things a little bit differently to shake things up. And I've realized that I haven't really introduced myself to you in all this time. You've been listening to this episode. Hopefully you have been finding them helpful for your businesses. So I wanted to connect with you better today. I wanted to give you a little bit of background as to who I am, how I came to be, how what I do today came to be and the main reason for that. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. And if you do, please don't forget to give me a follow and leave a review if you have a quick minute. So let's get started. As I've talked about the fact that I'm actually an attorney many times during this episode, just because I have to do my legal disclaimer all the time. But this journey as attorney for online entrepreneurs didn't start out from the fact that I was an attorney. So several years ago, I believe it was maybe 2017, my husband applied for his medical residency. He's a physician. And we got the results that he matched in Washington State in this county called Yakima County. For those of you who don't know about Yakima, it's a quite little place, a very agricultural farming and growing trees, delicious apples and peaches and cherries, like all that good stuff. But we had to move. We had to move to a new state from California for three years. We had to move to Washington state. We didn't have anyone there. We didn't know anyone in that state. You can say it was a little bit of an adjustment for all of us, but we moved there after three months or so we adjusted and we actually fell in love with the place. We bought ourselves a little house. Everything was great. My husband and I looked for an office space for me and I opened up my law firm while we were there. I found the babysitter who was caring for my kid. Thankfully, everything seemed to work out for a little while. Unfortunately, it didn't last long. I say unfortunately, but I think it was fortunate because it actually set me on the path that I am now. And I believe I was always called to do this. This was always going to be part of my journey. I just didn't know that and circumstances made it so that it was impossible for me not to do it so as I was practicing in Washington state I realized that I was spending a lot of time apart from my child he was barely two years old at the time oh no I'm sorry he was not even two years old he was barely a year old at the time and I was spending all my time at the office. I would come home, be worried about him because the babysitter we hired obviously was somebody that we didn't know. We did our best to background check and everything. But at the end of the day, when you have a child, and for those of you who have a child will probably relate to this, you can never trust somebody too much. You can, no matter who that person is, you always have this fear in the back of your mind that somehow they might not take care of your kid properly or they might do something to hurt them. So you always like in this constant state of worry, at least I was. And it came to a point where my husband and I sat down and we've decided that this wasn't working anymore. I needed to be with my kid. He only goes through that age once and those years were going to pass by so quickly and I could always rebuild my practice if need be at a later time. It definitely was not an easy decision, but it was one that was important for our family at the time. 
So I closed shop. Basically, I closed my law practice at the time, closed my office down and became a stay at home mom. I loved it because obviously I was spending a lot of time with my child, but I was bored out of my mind. One, because there was nobody in that state that I knew and I could talk to at least to spend some time with. Two, because up to that point, I have always been a person who worked throughout college, throughout law school. I have always worked. So it was a little weird or and unusual for me to be home. And the only thing I had to do was be a housewife and a mom. I love that, but I needed a little bit more. So in order for me to not to go stir crazy at the time, I've decided to start a blog. I was familiar with blogging just because I've done it long time ago while I was in high school. It was something that I've done at the time. I've decided to start a blog. I've researched what were people talking about, what were some topics that people were talking about and interested. And I came across a lot of mom blogs at the time. Moms talking about their lives with their children, like posting photos, sometimes doing affiliate marketing by writing articles, recommending products and services. So I figured, hey, why not? All I do nowadays is momming, right? I'm a mom and I'm not doing anything outside of this. So I might as well start a mom blog. And I think I'm trying to remember the name of the mom blog I started and I can't. It's not because something about mommy being right.com or I don't know. <laughs> I hope I'll remember and it'll probably come to me at some point. But I started a mom blog. It didn't take long for that to fail just because I realized that what I was talking about wasn't something that I was excited about. I started sprinkling that mom blog with a few things here and there. In my about section, I talked about the fact that I was a full-time attorney turned stay-at-home mom, and then something magical happened. I had people reaching out to me via email on that blog or in a comment section and asking me questions about legal topics when it comes to blogging, when it comes to online businesses in general. And I'll be honest, sometimes I knew the answers and sometimes I didn't, but what I did know was where to look for those responses, how to get to the answer, just because of your critical analysis and critical thinking and knowing the law and researching law and all of that. So little by little, more and more people started asking me legal questions. And then I would get comments such as, what are you doing uh, talking about mom topics or creating a mom blog when so many of us need an attorney in this space to tell us how to run our businesses, how to protect our businesses. So that got me thinking and I started researching. I realized that what they said was true. There are a lot of business attorneys out there, but majority of those business attorneys concentrate on traditional businesses like brick and mortar type of businesses where you have a physical location, where, you know, maybe you need some kind of a permit or a license to start doing your business and all of that. However, there was a huge shortage for attorneys who were knowledgeable about online businesses. So that one thing led to another. I started researching, I started actively learning, and I started experimenting on my own websites, on my own online businesses. And little by little, I realized that, hey, I have become an actual 
online business attorney. I knew more about online businesses at that point and how to keep it legit, how to make sure they were legally protected than I knew about any other legal topic. Trust me, I know a lot about other topics, but online business was something that I became very passionate about very quickly. So I just delved into that topic head first and I never quite recovered from that. I'm still in that mode. I love online businesses because I believe this change from traditional businesses to this more hybrid or online only businesses gave a lot of people opportunities that they didn't have before. They gave people such as stay-at-home moms, for example, for one thing, to be able to start and run their businesses from the comfort of their own homes. They gave professionals who had day jobs but maybe dreamt about quitting those day jobs one day and following their passion. They gave those people the opportunity to start that business business on a side and grow it and scale it and then one day quit that day job that they were miserable at. And so online business is definitely something that um, speaks to me. It is a passion of mine. And personally, I have two online businesses outside of my law firm. So if we count my law firm, it's three. And my law firm, by the way, is completely virtual too. I do have an address, a physical address. And if somebody wants to meet with me in person, I can make that happen. But my preference is to just keep everything virtual because it's much easier to work with somebody virtually. And besides, my clients are all over the world, all over the United States and the world. So it's easier, obviously, and almost a requirement to meet with them virtually. I went all in on this virtual workspace idea way before COVID hit. So to be honest with you, when COVID, everything shutting down and all of that, it didn't really affect me too much because I was already completely online and virtual. So my work just continued as it was before. Now, throughout this like process and stages of me researching and learning the law and trying to figure out how to protect this online businesses or what were some things that set online businesses apart from traditional businesses, I've realized that I should create my own website and I should concentrate on talking about online businesses strictly. So that led me to start my website. At the time, it was called freelanceandmarketing.com. Horrible name, horrible URL. I will never forgive myself for picking that. It was the first thing that came to mind and I picked that and I rolled with that. I just wanted to get started. Now it's called maryamzadurian.com. I have recently rebranded because my business is shifting a lot. There's all these amazing things that are happening and I'll share them with you later on. But I started a website and obviously it had a blog component to that. And I started talking about all kinds of legal topics that were relevant for online businesses, for entrepreneurs, for coaches. And little by little, it took a life of its own. I started making connections with some big people in the industry. They were bloggers, they were coaches, e-commerce owners who had audiences. And as a result, what ended up happening is these people started recommending my information, my blog posts to their audiences in their Facebook group, groups, in their memberships. So whenever somebody needed actual information on a particular topic, if I had a blog post on it, they would come and read it. If I didn't have a blog post on that topic, I would get an email from them asking me to 
create one on that particular topic. So little by little, I developed a reputation in this space. Then the next natural progression, I came to my legal contract templates. At the time, I didn't have my shop. I believe this is back in 2018. I started getting inquiries from my audience. Miriam, can you create a privacy policy? Or Miriam, we found this online, but I don't know if it's a good one to use. I use this generator. Or I copy and pasted somebody else's privacy policy. Can you see if I can use that? Immediately, this is a no. You cannot copy paste somebody else's privacy policy to use. A copyright infringement on top of not knowing whether that privacy policy is good or not. But this is how it all came about. They started wanting contracts, policies, more advanced things such as collaboration agreements and NDAs and whatnot. My blogging uh, in the online business space led my audience to ask for contracts. I ended up creating an entire shop full of contract and policy templates. I opened it up to the public, to the audience. And as they say, the rest is history. This is how my journey has begun in this online space. Fast forward now, several years later, I have several online courses. I have a shop full of digital products and policies, and I still have my website full of a lot of blog posts that I keep adding on to, uh, hopefully after this point. But to be really frank with you, I took about a year and a half of break from this particular portion of my business everything was still there for everyone people could buy the contracts and they did but I didn't actively promote it market it or create anything new for it because for the past like two years or so I was heavily concentrating on building up my law firm side of the business and now that I feel like my law firm's okay it's doing well on its own I don't need to constantly feed it I it obviously requires attention but it's not the same as when I was just starting out so it's doing okay now on its own I figured it's good time for me to go back and constantly concentrate on this business. This is when that shift happened. I decided I have let things go for quite some time. Sometimes no change is not a good thing. Sometimes you need change, you need shift in direction. And that happened because when I started primarily in the beginning of my journey, my audience was predominantly composed of beginner bloggers. However, in the recent years, there was a shift, especially because of my law firm, because my law firm concentrated on helping six to seven figure coaches, course creators and entrepreneurs. Because of that, the audience that started coming into my this online business space were also the same people that were coming to my law firm business. So my this one right now that I've rebranded and instead of freelance marketing.com it became mariamsatrian.com my audience for that has started getting more and more six to seven figure coaches consultant course creators so I, I figured it's time I start creating products and services for that audience as well because what I have up to now served well for beginners beginner bloggers beginner online business owners beginner e-commerce business owners but right now the shift is that 
that I'm trying to create content for my current audience, which is, I would say, about 75% comprised of coaches, course creators, and consultants who are in multi-six to seven-figure range. So this is where the shift for my business came about, that right now that's what I'm working on. In fact, my website is being rebuilt. It's being redesigned. My products are getting a facelift. They're being updated. The policy are being kept up to date at all times. So with that said, I am basically moving in a completely new direction. And I'm excited to see where this is heading. I should have something really exciting to share with you in about a month and a half time. I won't say much about that right now, but in about a month and a half, I'll share something amazing with you. So yeah, this is me basically. This is how I came to be. This is how my online business was born. This is how I started working with online businesses, entrepreneurs, providing the services that I provide, offering them the digital products that I created. So that was the beginning of my journey. That was how I started, but that's not where I'm going. I'm definitely going up and I hope you're coming with me. So I want to hear from you. I'd love it if you sent me an email at mariamtadurian.com or when you go to the website of my podcast, when you click on a link, you'll see that there is a comment section. You're welcome to leave me comments as well. I want to hear from you. I want to hear how you started in your journey into this online space. What prompted you to take that first step and actually start on your business, create something out of thin air, basically. So tell me a little about you. I really want to connect and I want to know my audience as much as possible. Great talking to you as always. I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Bye-bye.